hamster with a blunt penknife and do it quicker. Welcome back to uh, Hamster with a Blunt Pen Knife, Blunt the, pen doc- knife. the Doctor Who commentary podcast. podcast. Wow, my God, it's like we're in an 80s band here. I'm doing backing vocals from <laughs> now on. <laughs> Sorry, no. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't yeah, do that. What are you, David Tennant? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, yes. We're, I get mistaken for him all the time. I'm so thin and Scottish. Hey, I've got a question for you straight off the bat. Mm, off the bat? Straight off the bat. Okay. Off this bat, Straight I'm away. waving a vamp. I've actually oh brought a bat. Oh my god, you brought a genuine <laughs> bat on a string. I feel like I'm in the Journey to Terror episode of The Chase. Yeah, uh, but don't worry, they're not real bats. No, no, no. Um, that so, could be the ever title of this episode. Sorry, go. We have, <laughs> we have just watched episode two of State of Decay. We are now going to watch episode three of State of Decay. Radical. Do you recall at the end of that how the, the floor of the cave was pulsating yes now my question for you is this you know obviously you are stunningly attractive man okay so have you seen (laughs) (laughs) that's a oh gosh i wonder if this is a trap (laughs) have you have you have you seen uh many uh trouser areas pulsating in that fashion in your presence (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) I think we both uh, know the answer is yes. I resign. I'm quitting from this podcast. It's no. damaging my career. No. <laughs> don't even pretend you have this much fun on other podcasts. All right. Uh, honestly, Joe, I don't. I don't. You're the you're the special one. I don't tell them about you because you're a special nice. secret. Yes, you're special, my... <laughs> special in inverted commas. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're I'll meet you around the back of Nando's after a date, and we can do a podcast. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, that, was, that sounded far more promising than the podcast. <laughs> but the back of Nando's, what sort of man do you think I am? I'm not meeting around by the bloody bins. <laughs> I'll book a solid hotel. Honestly. Okay, right. Um, okay, we really do need to get this episode. Otherwise, our, both of our reputations will be damaged. <laughs> um, uh, I will count us in, if you are ready. Mm-hmm. In five, four... Three, Three, two, two, oh, one. Oh, you're not ready, are you? <laughs> I was just watching you count. Where's the remote controls? Ah, okay, right, we're off. Five, four. Oh, you guys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, we're definitely not in sync okay. now. No, I'm at Tom's face. Where are you? Well, not quite. I'm going to skip ahead 10 seconds. There we go. Okay. Lovely. The Doctor Who logo okay. is forming. Dot logo, logo. Yeah, yeah. And now the logo goes boom. Yeah. And flash. Can you believe on BritBooks that they've got the option to skip the intro? Skip intro, I know. Unbelievable, honestly. And, and, you know, avoid seeing Terence Dick's name on the screen. Somebody pointed out um, that um, that BritBooks has now upgraded and (laughs) the subtitle Rhythmic Throbbing has just come up uh, pertinent to your earlier disgraceful comment, uh, which which I refuse to engage. Um, I'm experiencing some mixed throbbing right now. (laughs) Well, (laughs) one thing that... (laughs) One thing that wasn't throbbing was the viewing figures for this poor old episode. 4.4 million, number 145. In penis metaphors, it's as limp as it gets. (laughs) 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 Well, no, it's not. That's Battlefield episode 
one. That's free. I know. Yeah. No, it does get worse. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. And in fact, that's been trumped by the new series in Eaters of well, Light. That got three point. Oh yeah. But that had some excuse, didn't it? There was World Cup or something going on. That had a specific excuse. This had um, <laughs> Wurzel Gummidge and the return of Daft Head going on on ITV, which was an amazing Wurzel Gummidge episode because Wurzel accidentally commits, um, commits apostasy and turns himself into God and creates another scarecrow that is evil. Yeah, and then it comes back to get Daft Head, because I've watched, yeah, watched Wurzel Gummidge recently, right? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. All right. Those scary eyes that he had. I had mm-hmm. nightmares and that d- night, and I'm And his mouth on. is just a, his mouth is just like a slit with no lips. It's, it's Do you remember um, the Scarecrow trial when they all start coming over the field? There's hundreds of them, uh, and they're more go- the more that turn yeah. up, the more ghoulish they get. Yeah. Anyway, Speaking of is, ghoulish, this is Tom all... getting to grandstand yeah. against the villain, which is always marvelous. Yeah, and um, and yeah, Emery's James is just is just so good. And he's got a really long um, IMDb profile. The number of stuff, the amount of stuff he did as a character actor is just fantastic. He's in everything you can imagine. You know how, like, sarcastic and critical that Lala Ward can be on the commentary sometimes? Acerbic, in a word. In a a marvellous way. But but, (laughs) but she very often um, will select a guest actor or actress. She does it for Myra Francis in Creature from the Pit. And she absolutely Mm -hmm. does it for Emery's Jones in this, where she just lavishes huge amounts of praise because she says like this is how you do a doctor who villain performance it's Mm. kind of it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek but not too much so it's a little bit pitched above naturalistic yeah but he's still taking it seriously i mean but i mean imagine if anyone was acting people act like if someone acts like this in current doctor who people just would you know i'd love it and then sometimes they do an interesting just what you were just saying then reminded me of some of chris noth and the way that he changed oh, his second appearance, man. he got it. His first appearance was was fine, but he wasn't. But you know, it, I just think in, in in the Dalek story, he comes back and he gets it. It's the tongue in cheekness of it, but not all out farce. Um, Do you know which bit makes and, me die is where she she stands up to him at the end. She goes like, "You're gonna have to mm. answer for this." And he, get, he looks straight down the camera and goes, "I offered myself as a, as a sacrifice." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "I could not love you more." And then it cuts to a scene yeah. with him being like praised and basically offered the presidency. <laughs> and then, oh, Lala, Chuck, the static might, might, yes, the static might, might, might crawl up and tights hang down. Um, and he just, <laughs> he just, he just explodes it with his hand. Yeah, that is the power of Orkon. We shall drain the blood Maybe. from your bodies slowly, drop yeah. by drop. I've, I've had someone say that to me before, but they weren't talking about blood. Oh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I've got to stop. <laughs> Pete, you've got to stop me, man. Please stop me. <laughs> it, was your, um, it was your doctor that time you had a sinus infection, wasn't it? Thank you. Yeah, that was it. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? If you came on all of these, you could probably turn me into a reasonable human being by editing me around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would just like a lot of editing. <laughs> Jesus. Look, you wouldn't get a shot like now this. Now this no, isn't it? gorgeous it's like an album cover you've got tom with his hand on his chest and the four of them across the back and all gone at the front and i yeah, hate it when people i hate it when people use the theatrical um as um 
uh, derisively, as if television ought to be cinema. Because it shouldn't. I don't want television to be. I mean, fine, it can no. do that. Well, but, then uh, I think you and Peter Moffat are in, the... in simpatico because he absolutely thinks that TV yeah. should be theatrical. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, there's good theatrical and bad theatrical, of course. There's good plays and bad plays. Hey. But, um, yeah. So I'm going to throw some story titles at you now, and you have to say okay. like it or don't like it. All right? The, 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 as the story as a whole or the title? You're asking me the to story as a whole. The story as a whole. Okay, yeah? okay, okay. Okay. State of decay. Love it. The Visitation. Love it. Mordred Undead. L like it. The Five Doctors. Love it. Um, oh Two Doctors. Twin, the Twin Dilemma. <laughs> two Doctors. The Twin Dilemma. Um, I hate it. And The Two Doctors. <laughs> love it. That's all the Peter Moffat ones. So you said yeah. love for nearly all of them. Well, nearly. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And, to be honest, and I only hesitated over Visitation because it's one that I've always loved but then last time i watched it i just had a bit of a oh have I, have I overrated this a bit it runs out of steam in episode three moment while watching it but act but actually generally i love visitation too twin dilemma is one of those ones that every time i go back and want to watch it i watch it and i'm like i'm gonna watch this with a fresh eye and i'm gonna see things in it why people have been underrating it and like i'm just screaming at the screen please do just like I, just like i was when it went out I, I why are they doing this so if you do that with me i can absolutely <laughs> get that positive oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah. right that's something about my list yeah yeah, yeah. You and me wrestling over the twin dilemma. That's about as good as it gets, you know. Mm, there's a thought. Um, well, um, now, all these scenes down in uh, their bedchamber, or is it the crypt? Well, I'm not sure where they are. But anyway, the, the, according to the production subtitles, it's described as a womb like chamber. Get you, Angela Carter. A womb like um, chamber? <laughs> yes. Um, well, uh, but it's, it's a terrific design, it's well lit. Uh, I think all these sequences, right up to the cliffhanger of this episode, are, are really moody and atmospheric. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, is oh now um, they look like they're not speaking to each other, but they're only pretending now. They actually are. They are. And he looks her in a minute and says, "You're wonderful." And she says, "You know what she says?" And I used this line loads when I was younger, and people mm -hmm. used to genuinely believe I did work in the Bureau of Ancient Records. I, I say to people, <laughs> I once worked in the Bureau of Ancient Records, and they'd be like, oh, really, where's that? And I'm like, oh, I can't tell you about it, sorry. Gallifrey, it's, it's in Ireland. Yeah. It's, Come but on. actually, it's a hallucination in the Matrix. Go and cover the real thing. Nathan Bottomley says that sometimes he absolutely adores when um, Doctor Who is stripped back, and you just, and you just spend time with certain it's characters. Warmed. And you're happy to spend time with them. Now, these are two, the, do the fourth Doctor and Romana. I would spend yeah. time with them doing it. They're just locked in a cell right now having a chat. I'm quite happy to Yeah, but if you were there, they would tell you to shut the fuck up, you stupid little twerp, because you're not as clever as us. That's the kind of people they are. Most Sorry. people say that to me anyway, if I'm honest. So <laughs> no, well, set them on to me and I'll put them right. And I won't agree with them in public. Well, no, sorry. But... Most people, except gay men, they tend to think they're very cute, so they're, they're very kind. But uh, everything else. No, but no, but this is this is TV gold. This is beautiful to watch. But I'm just, it is just triggering me as a six-year-old thinking I probably wouldn't like to have adventures with these two people. But but they're beautifully shot and and vanished into thin air. See, I just, I don't get that. That that re reading you've had there, them two being arrogant and horrible to you. I just, just don't yeah, get well, it. Just, I just, I, just I, I took it as a kid. get is warmth exuded from mm. the pair of them. And that they're having fun. You know, and Duggan, you know, it's one of the funniest, it's a really funny line. 
when he says, you know what, I don't know. And she goes, probably. It's a good, really good joke. I don't joke. think she says it with quite that time. You know. <laughs> it's a really good joke. She says, it doesn't I make me so. want to hang around. It doesn't make me want to hang around with her. <laughs> oh, I would do anything to have Romana be rude to me if I'm honest. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry, I was forgetting you'd given uh, us an insight to that from an earlier episode. I come from that, that soup. I love that line. <laughs> and isn't it amazing that um we I talked we talked earlier about them, you know, how Hinchcliffe was running through all of the hammer ho horror staples and saying, Well, it's like Frankenstein, but actually he's a real scientist and it's a time lord. Uh they look like mummies, but actually they're robots. Um it's like Fu Manchu, but actually um it's well um well, whatever the hell it is in terms of Chang. Actually he's an Icelandic war criminal from the future. But in this, it's like the vampires oh yeah it's actually a vampire yeah vampires like are that. real like you that. don't get that in any of the other um and any of the other doctor who does hammer stories because yeah, that's doctor who's thing isn't it to take the kind of like a myth um and, and to give it. to give it yeah. like a scientific science spin yeah, yeah. Science, yeah. Science, and they are science that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, <science. laughs> yeah but they're doing it here um Oh, this is the moment. The, the this is the are, moment. The signs are there for all to see. Now I love <laughs> the TARDIS is a Type Forty. Oh, just... oh, Pete, can I just tell you one thing? You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I am. <laughs> now, right, that works. I, I, I like that. I've got to admit. I mean, now I love it. Um, oh, no. Did you see and I didn't. Maybe I would have loved it if I'd seen it at the time. Because of course I didn't, I didn't see this face. story. I think that was an accident, awful. wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was an accident, you know. <laughs> okay, well, it was unscripted. Yes, let's say not necessarily. Accident implies complete lack of intent. Oh, the war's like whispering in his ear, come right for that door and smack him in the head. <laughs> He's being obscene. And what I'm so, I, know, I feel like I, have, I want to be clear that what I was saying earlier about getting a vibe off them when i was a kid that i was a, was from glimpsing them in occasional sort i like them in destiny i remember enjoying destiny the daleks with them in and then but then just not bothering watching it again um yeah well, you that, watch the rest of season 17 no whistle gamage and bucks fizz mate oh bucks fizz buck rogers bucks fizz <laughs> well to be honest but rogers bucks fizz not that far apart yeah, that's true very disco <gasps> Now, what the hell? Let's switch to infrared. Go on, Mr. Hewitt. God, look at the graphics. It's almost as good as those micro graphics in the Gopolis and the TARDIS console. <laughs> oh, I love a bit of um, futuristic technology that's now supposed to look old and decrepit. Do but actually what? does I'm look gonna, old and decrepit. I'm going to take a punt and say every time we head back to these characters, it's a bit dull. Like, these characters just don't engage me very much. Yeah, they're not really... I mean, they're going back, was back and forth, but they're not the worst rebels we've ever had. No, they're uh, not Ven terribly Ven active Ven or anything. Who but... are the uh, Avengers? Avengers and Barros is the worst rebels we've ever had, isn't it? Just like uh, Tom Dar to put a real beast directly after an imaginary one. <laughs> Great, they're super over the top. <laughs> or someone truly loathsome such as you. Eretha. Oh God. Oh, God. What's up with Eretha? <laughs> She's a drip. No, the worst the worst rebels are the ones Those in Time Lash at the beginning. No, they're <laughs> pretty talking about they're the only ones in it who can act. No. <laughs> don't send me into the Time Lash. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, you could do top ten rebels, because there are so many rebels. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. you know who's the best ones? The ones who shove the the the, the gatherer over the roof in Sunmakers. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, or are they a bit? I don't know. I mean, they certainly get their way, but are they a bit BBC Rentamont? I don't know. They shut them off the roof, though. Who is the best ripple? Mm. Uh, Terence Dix edited that, left that out of the book, didn't he? He he had them threatening to do it and not doing it because he decided it wasn't really a done thing. This bit here, where she says, Lala Ward forces herself to say, What about Adric? And Tom Eckett goes, Adric! Like, oh my God, (laughs) we've got to go and save that precocious brat. Like this, uh, sometimes, and in Warriors yeah, games yeah, yeah. as well, how they feel about Matthew Waterhouse bleeds into the story. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. I think it's hilarious. It was an inner sanctum. It usually, <laughs> gonna is, have you to know. Pen- we're going to have to penetrate the inner oh, sanctum right. if we want to get Matthew Waterhouse out. It's usually worth uh, exploring an inner sanctum, you know. Yeah, they're usually fairly roomy, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> you started this right i started nothing. i saw that twinkle in your eye then <laughs> oh there's the music again nice each of those trees is made out of a sponge dipped in green paint we used to do that i did that with my dad for my um for my train chat after seeing how to do it on blue peter well, you absolutely do you know what you could make this couldn't you if you, you could do those trees and then you just need a fairy liquid bottle that you could paint into a, into <laughs> yeah. a rocket Oh, look at the TARDIS at the top of that hill, hill as he skips up over the tree roots. Why is That's it, right? Is it, is it that just our imagination? We've seen so much iconic imagery. Now, you can put that police box anywhere and it just looks like it fits. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? I'm wondering. What do you imagine like, is like the a... most beautiful? Like, I always say the opening shot of Revelation of the Daleks, yep. where it's yep, on the snowy a... hill. That is exactly where my head was going, even though it's got a desk lamp on the roof because they forgot to take the lamp. But <laughs> they it forgot to take the lamp. It doesn't matter. It looks stunning. Utterly magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. I even like those old, you know, you know, you know, back in the 60s where they had the model TARDIS and they put them in like miniature sets and things. I do love those. Oh, the little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Romana's now, well, she's been taken down to the womb-like structure. <laughs> yes. And they're doing the old prisoner trick. Oh, God. Does that mean Romana's going to be rebirthed shortly? Or does it mean she's going to... Uh take control of the trouser press and uh, have an argument with B and vinegar tits is that the prisoner trick uh, maybe. Prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> hang on you talk about prisoner cell block h <laughs> yes oh my god they'll start ripping each other's faces off i love that show <laughs> i used to watch it while i was pretending to revise for exams I was what's the music to that i can't remember the theme tune you used to give me roses I bet there's a, a tenth Doctor oh. fan cam edit. <laughs> this is oh my oh. god! Look at those look at those cobwebs that are floating in the light there. It's very effective. Yeah. So I love this, and he goes, "I hear that when they wake up, they wake up hungry. <laughs> they wake up, Joe. They wake up hungry. Hungry. <laughs> <Green. laughs> don't up hung. don't <laughs> get your hopes up." Don't get your hopes up. He said, "Green." Now this console room looks actually looks fine. I, so I'm a I'm a child uh, of the two doctors of the five doctors console turning up and being, "Wow, that looks so high tech." All those buttons. Um, yeah, this has only got about three knobs. <laughs> yeah, which is a bit of a thing with the current TARDIS, isn't it? Jodie's TARDIS. It's like she says she's going to set the coordinates, and then she just turns around and sort of twists two little levers. Are you kidding they're, me? They're not... she, she punched her console with a mallet and 
Yeah, but I mean, the not... vortex energy out to <laughs> punch the flux in the face. But there's no. It's interesting. They've totally gone away from having any kind of recognizable keyboard on it. And Which she's got a custard cream. Dispenser. Legend of Count Duckula. Thank you. Not Duckula. It's not Duckula. out of copyright. I'll get it. <laughs> That's Duckula, isn't it? There's no other vampire Zania. <laughs> which is the best ever rhyme for Transylvania. Not don't you really. um, don't you love how canines, all of his uh, folklore comes out on this amazing ticker tape out of his mouth in a minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit disco. Rose Tyler was right. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so we're heading towards this set piece now where they wake up and, and menace Romana and Adric. It's a really brilliant cliffhanger, this. And it's and we're in the studio and it's so dark. The can- Those are real candles burning uh, and... And they're really bright. And, and God, if only they'd been able to do this more. Although, to be fair, actually, we, so as Doctor Who fans, we, we, we trot out this thing about the 80s Doctor Who being often being overlit. And it frequently was. But it wasn't yeah. always. No, yeah. no. In fact, in fact, the more always. I've done these, like, That's stories like, I mean, like Earthshock. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the yeah, scenes the in, the, in The Two Doctors down in the ducting? That's all really underlit beautifully. Yeah, um, yeah, you just needed a director who was prepared to stand up to the, the to the lighting people and say, "No, it is not your job to make this as bright as possible." I think the problem is there are a handful of stories, Warriors of the Deep, Time Lash, where it's all yeah. overlit, you know, and it's all a bit much. Yes, and I mean, Warriors of the Deep sort of has the excuse that it's supposed to be a sea-based research facility. Um, oh God, look at these guys ticker tape. <laughs> So powerful were the bodies it's, of it's these like, great it's creatures. Like, it's like he's um a receipt for a, a meal that's ended up costing thirty thousand pounds, and he's going to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. That's, that's, that's his meal. receipt from the two doctors. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Patrick Brown's receipt from oh, yeah. yeah, it's finally well, found him. Two doctors, an, an entire, entire family 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 <laughs> I wrote a story. Did you t- did you ever see or hear my story that I wrote um, okay. for a charity compilation that came out about a year and a half ago? Yeah, when lock- when lockdown first started, um, the guy who does the Who Hats um, Doctor Who Twitter account, lovely Twitter account, uh, did a and he's done a couple. He's done more since. It was the first of two, uh, and I wrote a um, a little a little um, coda to the two doctors, where the Doctor and Perry um, travel to Brighton in the nineteen eighties and. Um, uh, well, they find themselves there, and they go and find Oscar Oscar Botchaby's daughter. Um, shock revelation! I have outed Oscar Botchaby as being heterosexual, um, and uh, and they give her. Well, this is, I'm spoiling my own story about fuck it. Who's going to actually go and read it? They um, they 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 give her. Um, they find her in this cafe, and then and they reveal to her that they've been able to to uh, to to rig the ownership of the cafe so that she owns it and she just becomes uh, the, the, that's their gift to her because they, they couldn't help oscar and the doctor has, has, has a little speech oh. about um, how he wished he could have helped oscar and he's never stopped regretting the fact that he couldn't uh but they but we can help uh, help you instead and then as they go to leave the cafe the doctor and perry realize they haven't got any money to pay because they haven't got any earth money on them and uh, and it's a really awkward moment because they remember what happened to oscar when, <laughs> when the last time they didn't have any money to pay um but anyway sorry i'm talking about myself two things one i think that's terrific because that that's a highly objectionable <laughs> moment to a lot of people so that actually 
it's it's almost like a very sweet apology for that very cool mm. moment in the two doctors yeah and it's Certainly. not a retcon I, I think it's a very moving moment in the two doctors i like the two doctors and i think that's a really moving moment but I, it's a what when he says it's a scream or hammy and he's like no one will see my definitive <laughs> hamlet now now yeah there's a like a star on my dressing room door it becomes becomes more conspicuous by, by its absence, absence. <laughs> perhaps the british council will forgive you <laughs> <laughs> he slept in a steel helmet <laughs> that's touched on as well it also point in my story also reveals that he took the rap for somebody else's misbehavior which is what, anyway anyway state of decay it, it is Look, so the vampires you it is so you <laughs> me to do a fucking commentary on state of decay and we end up rabbiting for a half an hour about another peter Mottafink director story <laughs> you know what it is though it's just because we have a huge passion for season 22 that's what it is yeah isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Adric's, uh, is he hypnotized? <laughs> oh, wow, look, they're coming, yeah. to, life. They're actually, coming to life. Or is he actually physically drugged? And look, okay, now Zargo looks oh, hungry. Camilla looks hungry. behind you. <laughs> so, so uh, hang on, she literally twists his arm off now, doesn't she? Look. Oh, but it still looks like a, oh, yeah, fuck it, yeah. Yeah. And now, look, he strangles him to death. And then one of them gets a bloody knife in them and just pulls it out. Like this is pretty strong. Yeah, and it, and the music is um is is really making it all seem sort of elegant and yeah. But you know, there's, there's rather like, you know, uh, it could you could have proper horror music going through this, couldn't you? Well, this I seem to remember this is a bit rocky. There's like, almost like electric guitar playing in this bit. Like, oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it my imagination? I can't remember now. No, well, it, yeah. Oh my god! Do you know what? Right? Have you ever have you ever been in a situation where you've been like, um... oh, the arms, the vamp, her vampy arms. Sorry, yeah. Got what? In a situation where you've been doing vampy arms at someone? No, oh, I was just going to say, like, have you ever been like one of my sexual, top flirting techniques? Actually, a sexual a sexual situation where they haven't been able to get it up, and you go, ah, oh, the blood from <laughs> their cock is stale and flat. I must feed on the living. No, I, I no, I, I no, I haven't. Oh, I have. <laughs> Frequently, you know, honestly. that that is a we've had two pretty quiet cliffhangers. That's a that is a mm. proper Doctor Who cliffhanger. That is, and um, and it turns the corner a bit. A million more people come back next week. Well, there you see, you see, you give a good cliffhanger, and they come back. How many people? And it's like, oh, so, so I've, bottom. How many people? Uh, uh, yeah, episode episode four is back up to five point four. So that so one the episodes right. of this get five. Episode one gets the best five point eight, then five point three, four point four, five point four. So it bounces mm. up a little bit, and uh, yeah, isn't that so weird? Because uh, episode so... three got what four million, and yet episode mm. four of Warriors Gate gets eight million. How in the eighties the ratings bounced about baffles me. Do you know? Yeah, because there was and people had so little choices. It's not like there was, so. For example, um, I did a bit of digging, and for that one, for part three, I was trying to think out why is it so low. Was there like a football match on on or something on BBC Two? And also, <laughs> BBC Two was showing uh, Lover, but BBC Two was showing Margaret Rutherford's Miss Marple movie Murder. She said, 
from the 19th from like 1960 something Miss Marple um, oh well no wonder Miss Marple that. was on Margaret Rutherford was on BBC yeah. two and uh, and Wurzel Gummidge and Buck Rogers were on uh, uh, ITV overlapping so but if you started what well, the thing it, but it was also is that that thing they do where the time um, they deliberately schedule things so that the time the start times are staggered so like if you start watching Wurzel Gummidge and you want to watch Doctor Who you've got to turn over and miss the last five or ten minutes of Wurzel uh, whereas if you hooked on Wurzel you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, obviously yeah. you'll stick with it because you need to see how it ends I think we need mm. to just take a moment though to to say realize what you've just said there within the same uh -huh. evening you've got marple wurzel gummidge buck rogers and <laughs> doctor who like this yeah. is a great time for tv isn't it and it's also i mean it's 1980 so like hardly anyone has got a video recorder it's watch one of these things or never and never see it again well is, just is... read the target novel that's it That's all you're <laughs> yeah do. if you're lucky yeah <laughs>